QFM 96, Torg and Elliot Show with Christy Kemper. And on the line, one of our favorite people, the book, Hey Mom, stories for my mother, but you can read them too. <laughs> Louis Anderson, the great comedian. Hi, Louis. Hi, Louis. Hey, how you guys? How are you? We're good. good. I miss Christine Baskets. Oh, my God. You know, she's on a hiatus right now. <laughs> <laughs> she's born, she's in, uh, uh, She's in Bakersfield, California, <laughs> and uh, she's just mad as hell, thinking <laughs> her hair. And um, yeah, I miss her too. But people can watch uh, Baskets on uh, Hulu now, which is really great. They can watch all the seasons. And uh, I'm going to start doing a podcast uh, where I watch all the episodes and uh, give people some insight. Oh, that's about great! Both. Good like, idea. And I think that's going to be a lot of fun for people. It'll be a lot of fun for me, at least. And just say, you know, have the director on, have the Martha and sure. other people talking about, you know, because that was a family. We really were a family along with playing a family. And we're all very close, and it was a great crew, and we had a lot of wonderful things. And when, you know, when, and Zach played two characters, and when you do that, that is really a lot of work, and we had some long hours, and, you know, uh, Zach was such a great guy, but so funny and entertaining as a human being, too. Yeah, and the, the, the love story between you and the Carpet King, what was it? Kenny! <laughs> Kenny! Oh, that was so funny. That was, oh, it was great. We were pulling for you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Alex Morris, great actor, and when he came in and read, we go, oh, this is the guy. <laughs> and yeah, Christine, you know, she found a life, a love after all those years of being alone and raising all those brat children. Uh, she got a chance to uh, have a life. And so, uh, you know, fingers crossed, maybe we'll have a spinoff. I hope so. Yeah, and you know, we've had you on for your other books. This is your fourth book. It's called Hey Mom, and we've had you on. Did you, when did you write this, and how did this come about? You know, one day I came home from baskets, and I was really tired, but kind of wound up um, because uh, it was a very emotional scene, and I started thinking if my mom uh, ever had a life like this, if she ever felt like I do playing this character, and I just started writing this letter to her, which turned out to be a pretty long letter, and I ended it with, hey, mom, by the way, I'm playing you on TV. And that led to other letters where I asked my mom, why did you stay with Dad so long? And then I celebrated her, too. We went to the White House and all the things in the book. Uh, they just became letters first. And then I let some people read them, and they said, this would make a good book. And it would be yeah. a really great Mother's Day book. And, I, and so, you know, there it is. And uh, it's a great gift for Mom because you could put your letter in it. I always tell people. Put your letter in it when you do give it to her, the letter you'd like to write to your mom. And uh, I think everybody's got at least a letter or more in them that they'd like to talk to their mom about stuff. At least for me, you know, I'm, I have a lot of gratitude for my mom. And, and that's how the book, you know, came. I just started writing it and uh, after a really hard day in Baskets. And that's yeah. that's basically that's kind of the message of the whole thing is don't wait if there's something you want to say you want to get to, don't wait because you you're not guaranteed tomorrow. You're right. You're right.
right, Christy. This is really, really important that um, you don't wait. I mean, what are you waiting for? You know, it's hard to become your, a friend with your mom. Yeah. And or a parent in general. Sure. You know, you you know, people you're related to, you forget that they also could be your friend. They could be an ally. They could be, you know, you're both in the same boat when you grow up in those families. And so I always say, don't wait. Uh, be Call your mother. Call your mom. In fact, Call Your Mom is the show. Uh, I did a, a, mo- a movie, a documentary that's going to be on Comedy Central uh, about comedians and their mothers. It's on Sunday night also. Um, and... You know, that was a really great experience, too, because I got to talk about my mom and the influence and the humor she had. But So this is definitely a big mom week for me. Okay. Well, well, Louis Anderson is with us. And, Louis, you know, so many times we hear dad-isms, but mom, let me run some of my mother's mom-isms past you. Let's hear All it. right? When she was really happy, she was tickled pink. <laughs> uh, right? Now, when, now we could never afford a new car, but when the neighbor got a new car, she'd look, she'd pull that drape aside and look out, and she'd go, "I bet that cost a pretty penny." <laughs> <laughs> Louis, yeah. m- my mom's uh, advice was a little bit more folksy. If uh, she wasn't feeling well, it would be, "I feel bad enough to gag a maggot on a gut wagon." <laughs> uh, she, she's more of a country girl. <laughs> <laughs> or I feel like sin dipped in misery. <laughs> I love those. Yeah, yeah. Or that's all. And my mom. That's all she wrote. Also, that window monitor, you know, where she'd look out and go, oh, the Johnsons are home. Yeah. If, if you did anything remotely dangerous, my mom would say, you fall off that bike, that's all she wrote. That's all she wrote right there. I don't even know what that means. That's all she wrote. <laughs> well, we look forward to the book. Momisms, I love to hear people's momisms because they're so, they're so fantastic, you know, and I used some of mine um, with Christine, you know, just things that my mom said. You know, I my favorite momism, though, I have to say of all, is when my mom would say, now, be nice, because you don't know what kind of day a person has had. Yes. And I always, my God, I hate hearing that. I have to be nice? Oh. <laughs> my mom was on the loo. Here's one for you. My mom, <laughs> I just thought of this. My mom used to, like, it'd be a family get-together or a picnic or a Christmas or whatever, and for some reason, after well after dinner or whatever, playing cards, whatever, she had the napkin and she just would hold it. Not a, not a Kleenex, like a, it could have been a Kleenex, a napkin, something. And then she would kind of fold it and then she'd put it in her palm and then she'd put the napkin back down and crumple it up and then she'd fold it and press it out. And just <laughs> always with the, the napkin in her hand. That was so weird. You know, don't you think that People oftentimes, when they do that stuff, your mom was probably thinking something, reviewing her life, uh, wondering about something, and yeah. just kind of like, it was their own private little like thing, like, oh, I'll just 
this will work out. I'll get this all straightened exactly. out. Exactly. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Good oh. Good take well, on and that. Until I was like 10 years old, I really thought Kleenexes, you could pull them out of your cleavage because that's the only place oh, that might. Oh, my mom didn't do that. Oh, my yeah. mom. I swear. I'm like, oh, so there's actually a box. It doesn't just magically appear out of your cleavage. <laughs> and to this day, Louis, my 86-year-old mother she still puts Kleenexes down her boobs. My dad used to do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to end on the laugh, Louis Anderson. We love you. Thank you we'll so much. We'll tell everyone to get the book for Mother's Day. Hey, Mom. Thank you, Louis. Thank you so much. You guys have a great day.